Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Salutations, everybody. It is Maddie here today with episode 198 of the Ham Radio Podcast. And this is me, Carrick with ACG. I'm in a good mood, Carrick. I mean, we got that new episode 9 teaser. Do you have a chance to check that out? Yes. How'd you like it? I don't care about Star Wars right now. At all? At all. What ki- what killed I'm not mom? trying to be a Debbie Downer. <laughs> no, no, no. So, you're good. You're good. I think people are in the same boat. I want to know what killed the, the spirit. Um, I, Dude, I, I don't know how to say it. I can't believe I'm going to say this out loud, but this is the honest way I feel is that I, at some point in the last since this last movie, if like you and I were sitting and yakking about these, I would have thought that I, that saying this out loud would never have happened. But I find the prequels better than these. Oh, goodness. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, Revenge they're, of the Sith they're just, is my favorite, so I'm kind of yeah. Revenge mode. of the bro, Revenge of the Sith. You and I, bro fist, because you yeah. and I definitely agree on that. Um, or or at least a good movie. Yeah. Um, they're just these are just tonally all over the place is all, mm. and so um, I'll watch it for sure, and I'm I'm absolutely 100 percent okay with it being good. I just um have have sort of taken a step back because you, as a kid, man, this was my shit, right? My right. Jam, like. My jam. I grew right. up thinking Yoda I, I was real. Up, I grew up with the prequels, <laughs> and I was like, Star Wars is cool. And then I saw the originals. I was like, oh, shit. Like, these are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how yeah. I, was. I was like, these are way better. Yeah. 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 And, and and so I just, um man, I, 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 it's really hard to see, like, the characters you like take the turns that they take and, and stuff right. like that. So um I find that if I don't connect too emotionally to it then when I do see it I'm not as affected as as I right. thought I was going to be I get you. which um which is sadly what I did not do when I went to Shazam recently so oh. I'm I I have to relearn that skill mm-hmm. so I'm I'm excited that it's coming out for sure. I never want to stop something. I'm not gonna say yeah. somebody else can't be excited. Right, so. right, right. Yeah, I see. Because I was excited when because uh, it was a teaser, but it was longer than most trailers. It was like two plus that minutes is for long, sure. and mm-hmm. I was like, this isn't really a teaser in my opinion. It just didn't show a, a ton in the scheme of things. But yeah. At the end, I think what they meant by teaser is at the end, uh, you hear. Uh, I think it was Luke say no one's gone for good or something like that. And they show a yeah. crash death star and you hear Emperor Palpatine laugh and you're like, Oh, they're going there. Yeah. Uh, which yeah. some people are like, let's go. Like I'm one of those people who's all happy about it. And then there are folks out there who are like, Oh my God, the, they're pandering in the lore and, and, and they're freaking out about it. But I'm curious to see the official explanation. Cause I think that's where most of us will either concede or uh, like the last Jedi get very angry again. Um, we'll see in due time, but I'm, I'm excited for that movie. As for other introduction news and uh, stuff happening on the channel in the coming week, um, I just announced last week, uh, by the time most people are listening to this, that 
I'll be attending an event for Borderlands 3. I'm going to be playing the game uh, early and doing an interview. So if you want, go to that video on my channel and you can go ahead and leave comments and thumbs up other comments, get involved, get questions going because I'm, like I said, I'm going to interview some developers. So uh, it's pretty important. And on top of that, I'll be reviewing World War Z and I'm very excited for that game. I'm usually not a big zombie horde guy, but that game looks so off the walls and and there are a ton of zombies on screen and it looks good uh and the the locations and the set pieces it looks like a very solid game so i'm very much looking forward to that uh but that's plans for my week i'm also getting a new puppy uh so yeah good week coming yeah, up. yeah i saw me. pictures for that yeah when's the puppy coming uh monday so and why do we know so long for this puppy i was a little confused on that why is it <laughs> taking um it seems like you've known for a long time or something i have known for a long time because um he got out of the litter i think you were because he's only two months old right now so that's i think or there's a certain point where like a puppy yeah officially six to eight yeah 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 six to eight weeks yeah and when that actually yesterday was the day that date would lift Oh, and I see. Okay. Because I, as I share with you in social media, I was like, I have a funeral tomorrow. Uh, Sunday, we're busy. It's like Monday was the only day we could pick him up after that date had lifted. Because we didn't want to leave him alone immediately upon picking him up. Because he's so young, he'll just oh right, house. yeah, It'd be really sad. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we, we are picking him up Monday. And that's why, and plus we had to like research him, research the breeder and all that stuff. So it took a little right. bit of extra time. But what about you, man? What what are you up to this week? Any big plans? Well, now I want a dog, but I've already got four. <laughs> this is that's the problem with me is I I Once show up, at the, dude, and I show that like the best dogs I've ever had are the ones that are day and date where I just walk in and mm-hmm. like my family they're they're just like I don't know how Carrick does it, but it just I'll point at a dog and be like boom that's the one, yeah, and then we'll buy and it, they turn out to be awesome. So I want a dog now really bad. I think Uh-oh. five. Four versus five, it's no big deal. Yeah, it's not what's, a huge... what's one more guy shitting and pissing all over your house? You know? <laughs> I will say this, Maddie. What The difference between one and two, nothing. But then two to four, that's it's insane, huge. man. Yeah. yeah, it's insane how much... I mean, they're ev- they're just like... Yeah, they're dumb babies that will never get smarter. <laughs> like, they will ne- Right? They're at a certain IQ, yeah. and they can't help themselves, and they're at a certain age, and you're just like, shit, they're not gonna... They're not going to learn English at some point <laughs> and be able to speak to me. Um, I am not going to the Borderlands thing. I did get invited to that. I, okay. I sort of stepped out of that. Um, I am going to do... Any reason or is it personal? I, it, no, it's just because I don't like to be paid. Uh, I, they wanted Flown to pay. Out. And I or didn't have the like, money to... Here's money for yeah, flight. Yeah, pay for flight. Okay. For flight. Gotcha. And um, that's always just been the thing for mm-hmm. me. Yeah, um, yeah. I I, that's why I've gone to so few, which has hurt the channel, obviously. But uh, yeah. uh, so, and I have no issue with other people going. That's um, I. I'm not going to do that. I'll do something later, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but additionally, uh, there are some games people can guess. But there are some games I'm reviewing right now, uh, including World War Z, and cool. that I just I looked at time frames for stuff, and there's a lot fucking coming. Like even yeah, if you go, dude, and if you go for even like whatever it would be three days let's say for this trip it is three that, days. <laughs> yeah uh, it, it's quite easy to miss a full game mm-hmm. like there's and and it may not be huge but it's there's so many games that i was just like fuck man right, right so right. uh most of mine is doing that and then we launched a new podcast 
um, which is every Saturday. Yeah, I'm stoked. No one else will fucking probably care. But it's uh, it's it's called side by side, and what we do is, you know how you and I stream like E3, right? But this is um, during all the UFCs. So right, anybody like anybody that. who watches, yeah, anybody who watches the UFC will just be sitting talking about games and how they reflect the UFC, and then talking about the fighters because that's what I follow. And it's just it's just a bunch of fans in the Discord who are UFC fans. We've been sitting there. There's like ten of us in chat all the time. And one day I was like, you know what? Why don't we just know. stream it? Yeah, I was just like, let's just stream it and see if even if we get five watchers, it'll be fifteen people watching it, and it'll be fun. So that'll be that I'm excited for because I'm I just love doing I love watching movies or shows with people right. in the Discord. It's become like a huge thing. And then more division. We were just talking about it in your Discord like one minute before you called. Um, <laughs> they they dropped the raid or they draw. I, I think it was the raid, but they dropped some content and stuff. Oh and, really? Um, they did more. Yeah, and I just. I love, dude. I really like Division too. It's I good. Really, I, I just I really beat like it, it last night. And oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. Like just finished it. I will say this: great game. Final stronghold. Don't want to spoil it for anyone. Was not good. Uh, that was definitely yeah. the. You mean it was really weird? Ha- and ha- and really hard. No, no, no. I, I even that it really wasn't that difficult. I was surprised because every location. Packed a punch, had a wow moment, uh, and, right. and the last one felt like the the start of it. You were like, okay, this is pretty epic, but uh, it felt like it dropped off fast. Very lackluster, oh, strong. Uh, otherwise, though, once I beat it, um, I didn't have that like, oh yeah, like I gotta I gotta go into this end game content because pretty much for those who don't know, what happens is it just repopulates the map with enemies and all the the control points and and missions are changed now and you do these things called like world tier and you, you pretty much yeah. get your gear score up uh new clan new clan the, or too. new new what are they, are they clans in that game bad guys there or are they yeah the invasions Gang. or something like yeah. that yeah and black tusk yes yes that's the name and um it's great for folks who uh, like. I, I I think Colin had said this when he was on the show, and I agree that it's great for people who you know you buy like one to four games a year. Uh, that pretty much right when you beat the game, they they hit kind of the reset button, they repopulate the map. Yeah. Uh, but for me, when I saw it, uh, I I was just very not about it. That's just the best way to put it. I was not. Yeah, I'm not it. either. I I think it was great up until tell that point and then mm-hmm. if people want to play that's great exactly and that's why i didn't right. like take away from my opinion i was like this exactly just isn't for me as part like the game itself is great i love the locations and at some point maybe i want to return but right now uh i think that the only thing that affected me was the final stronghold because then i saw they added a new one called title base and i was like oh cool and i saw you had to get a gear score and i was like okay so i got a grind missions i've already played and it just kind of that that's where it escalated where i was like ugh, i just had like a lackluster stronghold what if this one isn't that good then and that's yeah kinda, right yeah it, it piled on um but anyway easily our longest intro to date <laughs> now we can move into our first news topic flick a buck of the show holy shit yeah flick hold, a buck the, to, the, the you, you gotta give over. us money or we'll starve yeah. to death oh look my at me god. I'm, oh my god i'm losing weight as we speak i need cash <laughs> oh my god the <laughs> intro is not over yet thank you Carrick, for reminding me i do not have the audio up right now. I actually okay. uh, had to, to cut it out because some people were like, it's way too loud because of the way it, it uh, comes across on my computer. Mixed I have in. It. Yeah. It, well, because I have a certain volume so that it captures you at a, a normal level. But that normal level for the jingle yeah, right. is incredibly loud. Right. And I don't notice that. And so when it plays, I'm like, all right, whatever. And then people are like, holy shit, it's loud. So what I have to do is separately put it in. So 
If you'd like to, you can go ahead and flick a buck. If you do yeah. so, you can support the show. You get early access to the podcast. You get exclusive podcasts on my Patreon, uh, exclusive content such as uh, other exclusive. Imagine if I could do a pitch without stuttering. <laughs> other exclusive content like videos, uh, the Discord, which is an awesome place to be, and so on. Uh, I, I really love the Patreon community we build. We see a lot of new faces every month, uh, which which is something that I never expected. It's one of the right. few projects I've taken on uh, that. That actually, you know, with the YouTube channel, like, it kind of, it can be hit or miss each month to month. Like, sometimes you'll grow a lot, and sometimes you just stagnant, right? Like, you just, you know, your your normal viewer base is there, and that's it, and that's fine. But with Patreon, I'm always seeing new faces join up, and, and I'm seeing new reasons for people joining, and also leaving, which helps us grow and adapt and change in the right way. So, uh, it's something I'm really proud of, and if you'd like to support that, the link to that's in the description down below. Carrick. Is there anything you'd like to pitch for your Patreon before we do actually move into the show? No, same same exact stuff as yours. We're good. It's, I, I just need money for my Pop-Tart addiction. <laughs> All right, perfect. So now, now we can get into our first news bit with Troy Baker not returning in Borderlands 3. So for those who don't know, Troy Baker had uh, voiced Reese from Tales from the Borderlands, and now he has commented during a fan convention, actually, and he's confirmed that he's not going to be voicing Reese. So here's his actual um, sent the, the actual quote from this convention. I don't agree with Gearbox on how they're handling it. I really want Gearbox to know that if they're going to bring back characters from Tales from the Borderlands, it should be the people who originated the characters. They shouldn't just recast willy-nilly because as a fan, that matters to me. So, Carrick, first question, I guess, is as a fan does a recasting of a character that was pretty important to A's title and is going to likely be important to some extent in Borderlands 3, does a recasting hurt the game and hurt you and your enjoyment? Uh, There's a higher chance of it than if they brought the same guy back. So I would say it doesn't hurt it instantly, but I don't like the idea of it. Right. Not at all. I'm with you. Uh, A game I noticed that with was... Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, and in the situation that they were in, it, it made sense because uh, uh, Leonard Nimoy... Is it Leonard Nimoy? Is that his name? That's Spock. No, yeah. Le- it's Leonard, Leonard Nimoy is Spock. Leonard, yeah, it's Leonard... Uh, I can't think of the name right now, but once I say the character, you might know. He voices um, Xehanort in Kingdom Hearts. Uh, he had actually passed away, unfortunately. Oh. And so they had to recast him. And uh, what I'm getting at is is less of the unfortunate circumstances, but more so the recast that filled those shoes. That's the most recent example I've experienced of like, oh, wow, this just isn't the same. And it, it, it was almost distracting. Um, and that type of yeah. stuff, I feel, I don't want to say damages the experience. Like, I'm, I'm not going to recommend the game now, but it, it, it hurts it in a way that uh, breaks you away from it. Because I think performance is such a key aspect of the game. It's why... Uh, voice actors, I think last year, like went on strike and stuff, and and there was a whole huge issue with that in video games. Where, Life you know, is strange switched out. That remember, Life is strange switched out their characters because of the strike. Mm. They only got them back later. I think it was the middle games that middle uh, before the storm thing. I think they switched at least one, if not two, of the characters. Really? Because okay. because of the strike? Yeah. Yeah. I know it, that affected a lot of people. Exactly, and so I, I think that performance is such an underrated aspect in a sense for a lot of gamers they kind of just assume and expect it to be there um and what's weird is if you're not going to hire a talent like troy baker i'd imagine cost is probably a big factor 
really popular yeah. voice, really uh, talented voice. Um, why would Gearbox decide to cut a corner uh, on, on a character like that with such a great voice uh, unless, A, he plays a big role and they need to pay for a lot of lines, or B, it could be the complete opposite. He doesn't play a big role. Why pay extra money for yeah, someone right. who yeah, you know, is going to do a tiny role? It was also interesting to see Randy say, so understanding that Randy's the voice, but he doesn't touch everything, one of the things a person in Randy's position would not touch is voice acting for the most part. Um, and he said that he said that Troy's wrong and that he was told by his voice actor director, that's the person who's going to be standing there with the voice actors, mm-hmm. that Troy refused it. So you've got this back and forth now. Uh-oh. So Randy said that this morning. So um, <clears throat> the long story short of it also is the fact that um, – it probably, I mean, money is a big deal, mm-hmm. and the 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 um, the strike obviously did, you know, probably raise their because they're not on strike anymore, right? Which meant they probably got a deal, right? They probably got more money. Um, so I don't necessarily. I want to make sure that blame, if if blame or hatred is aimed, it's probably not aimed at the person that everybody atypically dislikes in this particular situation, which is Randy. Which I have my own yes. issues with. I have um, it, the, the tweet up right now, actually. Yeah, go ahead and read it. Uh, a fan had asked, why didn't Troy Baker get to return as Reese? Randy said, you'll have to ask Troy. I was told by the audio director that he turned it down. Fortunately, with how Reese appears in the game, I don't think it actually matters at all. You'll see for yourself when the game comes out, and you may disagree with me on that or not. So I think that indicates That indicates that, both. That yeah. indicates what you said. That indicates he may not be in there a lot. Yeah. Maybe Troy just said, "Hey, listen, I uh, I want this amount, even though I'm not going to be in there a lot." And then, and then the audio director was like, "You know, mm-hmm. we're not going to change anything," and they just decided against it. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it sucks. I don't think it damages it for me. I'm the same boat as you. We're like, I like them when they're the same. Yeah, but I don't want it to change the entire world just to get them there. Like, you yeah, know what I, I mean? Agree. Like. I don't want it's money like to go away. You can't things, right? Like, yeah. You know a well, voice. Dude, so and listen Imagine if this. I came in the podcast and I had the, uh, the voice of, like, fucking skill up or something. Like, wouldn't you shit As your me? pants? Yeah, or something um, like that. Well, another thing is look at uh, uh, the huge change. I think the biggest voice change in the generation so far has been Destiny when Peter Dinklage yes, um, had example. a bad voice director because he's a good actor. Prior to mm-hmm. – I've followed him since way before uh, Game of Thrones – but he, he, he was not directed well, and so his voice acting was done poorly. And then Nolan North comes in, and that's an improvement, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think the big worry here is that no one thought an improvement was needed. It that's was the, Nimoy, that's the reason we're... T- it was Leonard Nimoy? Yeah, it was Leonard Nimoy. Yeah, because he did pass away of yeah. COPD, unfortunately. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, there was no negativity around mm-hmm. Troy's. But that might be it. Yeah, you look at it, and you're like, listen... You're not going to be in there very much, and maybe there's a timing thing too because you do have to figure out your schedules. And maybe they're just like, "Listen, we're we're going to be recording this month," and Troy's like, "I'm already doing five games." Because let's be honest, he probably is. Yeah, and um, and it doesn't work. <laughs> I, I, the the one thing I dislike, dude. You and I've never had this, so it's going to be difficult to give a good example. But if we had some falling out or something, I it would be between us mm-hmm. and if i was working at a company and i have worked at companies where there's been falling out with employees or where i was laid off i never 
went vocal with it. It's just like they chose to go another. The professional way of handling things is to say they went another. They went another way. I hope fans like it. If you're a fan of the game, then you should be saying, "No, I'm not in it." Unfortunately, would have loved to have been in it, but I hope fans like it. But instead, I, especially with Troy lately, just reading his Twitter and some of the stuff he does, sometimes sometimes he comes off really fucking. I don't know. Um, uh, what's the term? Um, I haven't seen it, so I can't help you out as much. When you co- when you come off like pre entitled, when you come off entitled, mm. and and that um, that kind of stuff bothers me because like then you see Nolan North who doesn't at all, right. and it's just like it, it's just a game. It sucks, but I, I I don't know. I'm just airing the dirty laundry really bothers me unless it's really dirty. Yeah. Right. You know, like if you guys, if, if if it was really dirty, like I was working with somebody and they stole the money from a YouTube channel, you can bet I'd be doing a video. Mm-hmm. But if it was just like we're not, it, we can't get a business arrangement worked out, I probably would have. I, I I'm just saying I would have handled it differently yeah, on both I, sides, probably. I I agree, and and because what happens is his response to Gearbox provokes a response in return. If yeah, and and what they say completely contradicts what he says and now it becomes bigger than it had to be yeah and what's what what if border maddie what if borderlands 4 comes out and he has available time then there's less of a chance of them saying they want him back because they know that problem exists you know what i mean mm-hmm. like let's say it was always remember so that's the thing <laughs> if they do dude yeah for for sure if yeah. anybody doesn't read our if, here <laughs> if anybody doesn't believe that go read up on obsidian protocol and the voice actor there who who did the main character for that for uh for the for Obsidian strangely mm-hmm. enough or Alpha Protocol, um gotcha. he he had a horrible time and the the repercussions of his interviews afterwards I would say still resonate with like a lot of audio directors like they rem- they still remember it. Well, it's an and attitude thing, right? They know what it, kind it, of person they're getting. Their talent on mic might be great, but if they don't, it's like it's like a, I, I treat it like sports, like. You bring in a guy who who might not be the best player, but if he's got a good attitude, he's a good locker room player. Like you want him on your team, maybe to right. help the younger kids they or something. Elevate the team too. Yeah. They and that's what it is. Is a team. It, it's different than like if it was I don't know boxing or mm-hmm. something, or it's just one. Yeah, sucks because yeah, like you said, good point. It just becomes bigger than it ever fucking needed to be. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, it's already big that there's a change, and then you blow it into like a change with a back and, and forth. I, and I do like, wonder if. The only thing I could imagine that could happen if Gearbox is saying we did offer him the job and Randy's, or I'm sorry, and, and Troy saying no, they didn't, is perhaps the way Gearbox had offered it. Maybe they said, hey, Might we're, be. Work, we're working on a game. Want to do it. That's it. Not like, hey, it's Borderlands, hey, it's Reese. Not as definitive yeah. as needed. Yeah. Yeah, and maybe Troy was like, no, I'm all right, man. And that was it. Yep. It or we're doing something in January, right? I'm just throwing a month out there, mm. but they can't say what. You know, and then right. he's like, looks at January and goes, I can't do it. And and hopefully Troy reads that. And if it is true, they, you know, somebody will pop up and be like, okay, I get it. I apologize. You know, because mm-hmm. I, dude, I'm just the negativity shit. I think it totally exists for a reason. There's definitely a reason to have it. But it's just about everything now, man. It's yeah. like everything is just, there's a, there's a battle like 90210 little girls fighting. All the time, and it's just it gets really annoying at times. 
Yeah, there's like really some annoying. some weeks you can tolerate it better than others, right? Like this yeah. is one of, mm-hmm. this is one of my yeah. like anti and probably because of like real life stuff. This is probably just one of my anti bullshit weeks. Like anything. Yeah, I'm me, read, too. I'm like, me too. Shut the fuck up. Like it's why yeah. I'm yeah. not on social media. I'm like I just I I don't have the patience to be humble this yeah. week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I man. I absolutely agree. All right. Well, that's what's going on with Borderlands Three lately. And now we'll shift over to a new topic this time around. It's going to be Don't Nod and Focus Home Interactive. Fucking A, baby. Yeah, we got some good shit here. So pretty much what these two companies are known for in the terms of their partnership is they worked to make a game that Carrick and I rave about consistently, which whoop, is Vampire. So they announced that they're doing another partnership to make a new game together once more. And at the same time as this, they also praised Vampire for being a surprising success and mentioned it had climbed over the 1 million sales mark. Now, the reason the 1 million sales mark is very important is because for some folks, they're like, ah, 1 million sales. But Vampire had said, or the, the developers, rather, of Vampire had said, 500,000 sales, the game is a, uh, it breaks even. Starts to profit, yeah. That's when it starts to profit beyond that. 1 million and plus, we make a sequel. So it crossed 1 million. It's still yet to come to Switch, so it's only going exactly. to grow. And exactly. And then they announced this new partnership, so I, I would say Vampire 2 absolutely confirmed, in my in my humble opinion. But what okay. do you take away from this, and are you excited? Well, yeah, you can tell I'm excited. <laughs> That's what I was say. Dumb um, question. It, 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 but, uh, you know, is it Vampire 2, or is it like, you know, right now they want to do, like, um, sort of how FromSoft is done, Dark Souls, then they did Bloodborne, then they did Sekiro. Are they going to go back to, like, Bloodborne now? You know? Are they going to create a a series of titles they can bounce back to? I don't know. But I will say this. I think Vampire, even the people I know who disliked Vampire, liked many elements of Vampire. Yeah. Right? Like, the combat, maybe somebody didn't like, Mm -hmm. but they liked this. Somebody didn't like the, the, you know, some other element, the stats, but they liked the combat. Whatever. Um, This is probably a perfect time for them to to sit back and go, we can deliver something that is still a good budget price title. So if they said they were going to break even at 500000 you assume that's what it cost. Mm-hmm. Um, 750000 which is another two hundred and fifty. Dude, another 250000 is like, you know, three or four programmers for a good amount of time, fixing, adding animations, and then, you know, cr- you're creating a new world. Mm-hmm. Or you go a million and you make something even better. It hasn't come on Switch. It hasn't gone. It's gone on sale a couple times. Man, it's on Game Pass. Machine, man. It's fucking on Game Pass, dude. Yeah. It's on Game Pass. Like it's that still game. Past a million sales. That's awesome. I bet you. Um, I bet you. By the end of this year, it will hit two million. I bet two you. Two million. Wow. Yes, I, I actually 1.5, believe it. But two million. I'd, Here, I'd be all for it. Here's why I think two million. Game Pass, Microsoft just released some numbers that are they don't even make sense in the human world. They're like Capcom's numbers. But basically, <laughs> it's where Sea of Thieves um, is exactly half and half. Uh, half Game Pass, half owners. So they're, uh, and so that means like 2.5 million, 2.5 million. It's, what? It's, yeah, it's wow. staggering numbers. Um, I think Game Pass causes people to buy things. And Phil Spencer said, for reasons unknown, that truly is what occurs. Um, Switch, if this game looks good, Maddie, like, for example, Dragon's Dogma appears to look good. If you look at the tr- mm, uh, first point. 10 minutes today on IGN, that does not look like a janky-ass fucking port. Yeah, if they looks, can nail... It looks good. It, it looks good for the 
for the Switch, like better than Assassin's Creed, or you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I just feel that like. I feel that this is a perfect time because the Switch, all of a sudden, you have people looking at the Switch going, wait, it's got what? Like, yeah. And I just feel that it's got what is the exact thing you want to be happening right when, like, Vampire comes out. Right, and and what happens on the I, Switch is quite often... I do. I just... Wait, say it again? Hold on, are you cutting out? No. Oh, no, oh sorry, yeah, internet fucked up a little bit. No, I was just going to say, I was just going to say, I just for some reason feel like we're going to see a, a strange resurgence on this title in particular, mm. for some reason, for some reason. Yeah, and I I think part of that will be because of the Switch, because games that really succeed more than anything on this console, obviously Nintendo exclusives, but it's those middle-budget games and yeah. it's those indie titles. People love that shit. And, I mean, man, I, I feel like if I've never played Vampire before, um, I don't know, because it's one of those games I feel like I get my hands on on the Switch and try to play it in a pick-up-and-play format to see if, like, oh, it really works that way. Because um, I never viewed, or whenever I when I played it for my review and I put, like, 45 hours into it, I, it never felt like a game I could pick up for two hours. But we'll see how, how it forms to that audience. But yeah. I think a lot of people are going to look at it and be like, just that perspective the Switch brings of, you know, for a Switch game, this exactly because here's the thing like i i always rave about this game i i'd argue it's one of my favorite games in the last five years just because i i love its premise i love the ideas it brings it's not absolutely the best game in the last five years but it's one of my favorites because it does so much cool stuff um and but whenever i do bring that up i do have a lot of people who say i agree and there are like you mentioned people who say i don't agree i don't like it but most of them can take positive elements away from it and so i feel like when those elements are brought to what item? What people view as while it's a great system, a weaker system, a weaker system. Yeah, exactly. I feel like maybe there's that uh, forgiveness factor that we sort of talk yep. about uh, when we review games, and maybe forgiveness is too generous of a word. But uh, how much do you look past given the game's strengths? And now when you're playing that on a weaker console, if the if the game still runs smooth, which I know initially at launch, uh, some people had really bad issues of performance. Yeah. Um, I actually saw a review by Luke Stevens, who, uh, who, who does great critiques, and um, he had made one on Vampire just recently, and, and he's had bugs and problems with the game. So, you know, if that's something that they can clear Who was up, that? I missed that. Who was uh, that? Luke Stevens. He, he, we've had him on before. Um, he used to go by, I think, Lukey Poo, I want to say. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, he changed his channel name to his name. Uh, but yeah, he made a, a critique video on Vampire highlighted that there were still bugs and that was just recently um but yeah to, to i'd imagine if they get the switch port right because uh, i think the combat's satisfying enough i think that the story dialogue writing and character development is fantastic and uh i i don't know i just i really like what don't nod does because even their duds like a remember me is still such yep. a fucking yep. cool idea that i yep. enjoy the game they are yep. very imaginative folks at Don't Nod, and I, I respect them for trying unpopular ideas. And I think with Vampire, uh, they were finally rewarded with a, a successful game, one that I also think, and Life is Strange as well. I also think that world, a uh, dude, like the RPG, the RPG light. I guess mm-hmm. is that what we call it? We'd probably go with RPG light. Um, it just it feels like the Switch is a perfect example of a game where it's like there's yes, there's some action. But there's also moments where you're looking and deciding what you want to do. Then there's the right. overview of, like, what borough do I want to make sure I save? Mm-hmm. And 
and the action is there, but it's not that constant Sekiro where there's a bad guy everywhere, or Dark Souls, yeah. bad guy everywhere. It's more like there's pockets, there's some sneaking involved. I just And then there's all these other people who played it and heard about it, and I just feel that there's this weird like groundswell of information. So the Switch purchaser looks it up, and there's thousands of people talking about it, right. and you're just like, okay, wait. Oh, it's like Dragon's Dogma, where you look it up, and it's just there's so many people who've talked about it that you're like, okay, I should check this out. The The question I have for you is, what's the price? That is actually right? what I was just looking up. Is that what you're looking Yeah, because it just dawned on me this entire... Yeah. I did. I didn't know if that's what you were looking at, but that is that is the crux of the conversation. All right, so <laughs> it is coming out June 5th here. I'll go on GameStop right now because it didn't come up immediately. I'm going to guess $60. But, I'll guess forty nine. You think you really think, man? Because then they sell for for sixty dollars on. They did, but I yeah, and Switch has got a tax, don't they? Mm. I'll I'll just I'll I'll stick with forty. So right now, for the PS4 brand new, it is forty dollars, as well as the Xbox One and Game Pass. Yes, so. I don't know how much they're looking at their margins if they can get away with pricing the game because right now on GameStop it is not they don't even have a listing for the Switch. Um unless I'm missing it somewhere but yeah, right now I'll type in Switch price. We'll see if it comes up there. It just says Vampire coming to the Switch and this was October 2018. Um yeah, no, no price is listed quite yet. Uh, yeah, October 26th, NintendoSoup.com says no release date and pricing announced yet. Uh, we'll click this one, what we know so far. Always great content there. Um, here we go. Hold on. And I, I just emailed the actual contact I have at o- over in Europe. Okay. I actually asked them too. Yeah, they're they're usually up at this time, so I'm just going to keep this open. So if they happen to, um, if they happen to respond while we're here, Mm -hmm. I I, I'll I'll definitely bring it up because, dude, that's a. Here's the thing: forty bucks, forty bucks, free on Game Pass. I personally believe forty nine would be easier to handle than Mm -hmm. the full the full price. And I think you know thirty nine. It's it's probably unheard of, but. Those it's don't not in its focus, and I don't know what focus does with pricing, but they don't seem to be normal. So that's yeah. why I'm guessing they, cheaper. They, I think they understand their products very well, like Call of Cthulhu, and uh, that's was also Call coming of... to Switch. That's also but we don't shoot because I was just I was hoping it was already out so we could see what. Do we have a focus game that was on Switch already, and we could look at its release oh, date I, I price? Apologize. I was incorrect on the release date. That was the 2018 release date. I thought I saw 2019. So we don't have a release date either. We just know it's coming in the summer. Uh, let's see here. Focus Home Interactive. And... So you've got Surge and you've got um, or they they might have been Deep Silver. I'm on you've their got... site and they don't even have a Switch category. They have every console between the PS3, 360, PC, iPhone, Vita even, the DS. Uh... Oh, they, these might be their first Switch games then. Mm-hmm. I just feel like they so. know their. I just feel like they know what they're doing more than Capcom or, mm-hmm. or Activision, right. and that they'll be. They they know what they're off. I mean, dude, let's be honest. If you heard another company say that they would break even at five hundred thousand, mm-hmm. I don't know if you'd believe them. Right? 
that's not right. a lot of sales. Right. I mean, right now. It's realistic, and, and it, it, I feel. Yeah, and, you know, with the voice acting, because remember, voice acting costs a boatload of money. They have a ton in there. Jonathan, or I can't remember his name. I thought that was his name. Um, the main character's voiced the entire way. All these characters are voiced. So there's a ton of money going into that. Yeah, I I mean, I'm crossing my fingers for a cheaper price than the... Than the I don't want it to go up against the current consoles at much more than 10 above it if the, if the, if it has to i think that would be uh, mm-hmm. that would be the, uh, an I, issue i've, I've been googling games while you were talking and um yeah i'm not i'm not finding any you know i, I looked up like sticks shards of darkness i looked up and that's uh, not on switch i sticks looked up it? i looked up blood bowl um divinity blood? original sin enhanced edition definitely not um and Blood yeah, Bowl's not on Switch? I, I have not. I just tried to quickly scan over really popular games of theirs yeah. that, that maybe, or games that would fit, like, how about Contrast? That's like a perfect fit for the Switch. Uh, nope. Like, yeah, I don't I don't think they've, and and this would be perfect for the, the comments to let us know. I For my quick Googling, I have not seen a single popular focus home game get on, on the switch. switch yet so vampire may be it yeah vampire and uh call well, of cthulhu might be the first two call of cthulhu i can de- i can live without but vampire mm-hmm. that's that's awesome because i'm gonna tell you i think that they've got a stable of games blood bowl in particular which i like um mm-hmm. sticks are really underrated um yeah, i remember watching your I, reviews for them yeah dude i really dig those games for what they are Right, you just got to be intelligent. Well, that's what happens, I think, with these focus home games. Is is you know yeah. you're not getting your triple A millions of yeah. dollar development product, and with that, like we've mentioned, comes concessions, and there's usually a charm to it or something really cool about the game. A, 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 a not even a gimmick, but like a catch that and punching above their own weight a little bit, even right. knowing that going okay, we know. For example, I think Vampire punched a bit above its weight, where mm-hmm. we knew all that. But it was a little bit better than other B games. You know, like, it, certainly than Elix or something. Yeah. Even though I liked Elix, it was goofy as fuck. <laughs> but uh, the Elix certainly felt B-level. Right. Um, Vampire, dude, at times... See, I didn't run into as many bugs. I did have some. But if you and I were playing Vampire and I walked in and saw you playing it, I would not have... For much of the time you were playing that game, I would not question if that had been a AAA title. Yeah, I really would not just, have. I think once you enter the conversation screen, yeah. when it starts to show its budget a little bit. Basic, yeah. Yeah, it's just like a rotating camera, and that always depends on how much do you care about... Um, presentation. I, I guess, yeah, presentation, and how invested are you in dialogue and, and good writing. Um, and yeah. that's not to say if you didn't like the presentation, but you do appreciate writing and it still didn't click with you that you're wrong. But I, I just feel like my love for good writing and interesting characters sort of overlapped or uh, rather overrode um, my care for, oh, the, the camera's not switching angles when these people right. are talking and the, and the facial animations aren't the best. But yeah, it looks like Vampire's getting some more action. Awesome. I imagine within a year and a Can't half wait. or so Can we'll, we'll hear. And now we move over to the Bethesda side of things. So they released an update 
for Elder Scrolls Blades, which removed the silver chest paywall. And I want to emphasize that because I did make a video on, well, it's Friday as we record this, but for those listening on Sunday, I made this video on Friday uh, talking about their response to the backlash, how I thought they did a, a great job uh, instantly, you know, jumping on on what was a problem with the game. And I really liked the feedback for this video because it was different. Um, there was people who were like, great job, Bethesda. Like, th- this is at least a first step. There were people who were saying uh, they probably intentionally skyrocketed everything and made it so awful so that it painted the oh. product in a good light because they fixed it within two weeks, um, which I get that perspective. I-, I don't know. I guess maybe my brain's not wired that way. I feel like it almost defeats the purpose because nowadays people are so quick to abandon shit that yeah. going getting a slow start for a free-to-play mobile title in a saturated market and taking two weeks to fix a issue that literally locks you off from playing the game, I think harms it more than anything but that's just my perspective but like i said i get why people said that and then also before i get into the official information about this post i was informed that alongside this patch um they had removed legendary item looting from the game uh from the abyss rather i should say um which is a a kind of procedurally generated mode where you keep going down level to level to level and you're getting tons of loot uh they removed legendary items from that and then they also added Elder Chest to the daily job system. But someone had data mined the probability of earning a Elder Chest, and it's once in every 20 days. So a very long time for that. Um, they took Silver Chest out of the Abyss, so you can't farm those, but you can still get them from the jobs. But they did, the big focus here is that they neutered the timer for it. Originally, you could only open a Silver Chest every three hours, and it was just a really stupid system, and it still kind of is, but it was a step in the right direction that um, you could tell this is more of a premium mobile title just by looking at it. The the yeah. models, the graphics, the particle effects, it is it is a beautiful game. And I think because of that, Bethesda's more apt to try to get the money flow going. But uh, And that's not an excuse for them. But at the end of the day, they did remove what I consider was a paywall for the silver chest and made it a much more digestible experience where you can start unboxing one of those silver chests and then while you're doing that you can go do daily missions get your limestone get your lumber um start building places selling your gear and opening other chests like for example um the wooden chest uh which is a five second timer so it's it's literally nothing um i don't even know why the timer is even there it's kind of stupid but you can all do that in the meantime and by the time you're done with that your chest is open, and you kind of repeat that process. And what it's effectively done is, guess what? You get to play the game now. But still, the update is more so that the removal of those legendary looting, uh, uh, the, the ability to loot legendary items, and on top of that, also the timer or the ratio, we'll say, for the Elder Chest, which are one of the most expensive items you can buy. So I feel like as a free-to-play title i understand the the very low chance of you acquiring one but i want to hear your thoughts as someone who i don't think you've played elder scrolls blades um and i don't think you're very interested in it so what's your as someone who's not involved in this whole situation what's your takeaway here i hate everything you described okay dude you you described everything that makes me want to like kill a mobile title like if i'm playing a cell phone title and a lightning bolt is anywhere on the screen i know that's energy right like i know i'm like okay 
fucking building a house. It's going to take eight energy. You see the lightning bolt. You're like, fuck, I'm buying that. I bet you it's going to be a, you know, there's no other reason for it to be there. And um, you're like, you open this, then you can go grab some lumber. Everything you described was the most boring elements of a game I could Mm -hmm. possibly imagine. What I want to hear about Elder Scrolls is I spent 45 minutes fighting a dragon. That's really honestly what I want to get from a Skyrim. Like, let's say that's, for example, one of the best mods of Skyrim was Dangerous Dragons. I don't know if you ever tried that one, but it did. It added dragons and then also made them dangerous. Like, you legit had to avoid them, like more than... avoid them or really prepare to fight them. Cool. Um, so it, it is a mobile game, obviously. I mean, everything you described sounds yeah. mobile. Yeah, very much. Um, I will just say the only thing I can really talk about is the data mining. I think that these companies just aren't figuring it out, Maddie, and I don't know. Maybe. Maybe they live in the 1940s, but, um, dude, data mining is the new consumer skill. Oh, it absolutely. is a, it, right? It is yeah. a skill for consumers to identify it, if something is fair. So, first of all, it's, it's sad it exists, has to exist. Right. But second, if you're a company and you're doing any of this shit, you've got to know you're going to get data mined. And having something that's one in 20 days, to me, that just indicates you have a problem with your game. Like, the way it's done. Like, 20 days, like, those... That needs to be, like, every 20 days a special monster shows up. I can deal with that. Like, naturally, this giant monster flies around and shows up every 20 days. That's much easier for me to understand than this random chest will drop only once in 20 days. So, data mining is such a consumer-based, like, skill now. And... They Bethesda needs to Bethesda needs to learn. I don't know. Yeah, I everything about it, even in your Discord, because a couple people in your Discord like it. Hearing some of them talk is so it almost makes me um, get anxious because they'll start talking about the time it takes to do something. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be honest. If you told me how long to give you an example of what I consider a good game, if you said how long did it take for me to empty a a burrow of people or something in Vampire, which we were talking about. I don't know if I could tell you other than a guesstimate. When a game requires those kind of specific timings, and that's what we're talking about, I feel that we've passed beyond the game. Like, like I don't really... to get you to... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, and it's a sign to me that we're tracking the wrong thing. I want to track the cool moments in a fucking game. Mm-hmm. I want to track the times that you say you pulled off a special fucking move. You're like, dude... Jump, Dragon's Dogma jumped off my guy's shield, smashed the guy like maybe three or four times in the battle. That to me is a game. When you say, I got three, I, I, I worked for eight hours and got three chests, my brain has a really hard time identifying the get, even the game, mm-hmm. what game elements would have to come together for that to work for me. So, yeah, yeah I will never fucking play this game. It will never be installed on my gotcha. system. Unless you, unless you tell me. That it's all been changed, it's all free, and it's just a game game. I just don't think yeah. I'll ever install it. No, I know. And a lot of people have been saying I would rather spend 15, 20 bucks on this game, buy it, remove the microtransactions, remove the yeah. timing system, and right. just have yeah. the game. And I agree with that personally. I would love that. I think the way that Bethesda views this, though, is this is obviously <laughs> a game they put a lot of money into, okay? I mean, it right. is an expensive-looking mobile game. Maybe not as much as a AAA title, of course, but not even a maybe. Would you say it's one of the best, by the way? Sorry to interrupt. 
like one of the best, one of the best looking. looking. Yeah, yeah, easily, easily, really. And okay. I've I've played Strike Force, which I think is graphically appealing, looks great. Yeah, I, I like Star it too. Wars Galaxy of Heroes, which is not that great looking, which is fine. I don't want graphics really dictate anything, but it's impressive, is what I'm saying. Especially, I think sure. the models, uh, the models for okay. weapons and armor, really looks good. Um, okay. Where I think Bethesda would like to probably sell that, but mm. it benefits them more as a business to try to drag as much cash out of you. Because I've heard that someone has already spent over a grand on this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah I saw that too. Yeah, so, um, you know, that's the thing, man. Like people, people don't realize there are folks who fucking love these games, and who knows if that's some kid who got daddy's credit card or wherever the fuck. But you know, or a Saudi prince where you're an I version of money is <clears throat> yeah. ten bucks, and to him it's a thousand. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Um, you know, that type of stuff can happen, and uh, yep. it, it clearly does. So that's why um, it's interesting to get that data and take a look at it because it yeah. makes you wonder. Uh, Bethesda's perspective: What do they change and what do they keep? If like, all right, someone's paying us a thousand bucks, and this game's not even close to done. <laughs> all right, it's like now what? It's mm, like do we do we respond mm, to the consumers mm, who are who are upset, or do we just leave it as is because we got people who are who are buying right. it, or do they assume that guy if he's buying in their worst form, make it a little better? He'll keep buying, and then you might get three to four more people p- purchasing products. That's what I was thinking, too. It's really interesting to study mobile games, I feel like. They're easily yeah. the worst form of gaming, in my opinion. I just... I, I enjoy Elder Scrolls Blades a lot, and I enjoyed Fallout Shelter a lot. Oh, you like Elder Force. Scrolls? You like this? I do, but I I know why I enjoy it. Because my biggest issue were the Silver Chests, which they then removed the big issue with them. But my thing is, I almost enjoy... I'll call it the meta game. I, I love management in games, and I've said that plenty of times before. I enjoy like building. I enjoy you know keeping track of resources, and I can name a million and one fucking games that I've played that I like that have those. And um, I I enjoy beating the system more than anything. Finding ways yeah, around for the sure. System. Finding ways around and that it, doesn't yeah. make Blades a good game. And that's why I I tell people you know speak with your wallet, or in this case speak with your with your. Uh, I guess your phone memory, don't download it, or your iPad memory, whatever, don't download it. Um, but for me, I like showing myself that in games like Marvel Strike Force, didn't spend a dime, or no, I spent I spent 10 bucks, I'm sorry. But that was like towards the end of my time. Like, I, I played yeah. that game entirely for free, got far as shit, did not get paywalled once. Same thing with Star Wars, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Did not spend a dime, got to level like 60-something, and then I just got bored and stopped playing. What's the one we both like um, that I was thought was something else, but I really like that's like um, superheroes, and then you come together and you fight almost like in a cheap version of Mortal Kombat? Uh, is that Strike Hero? Or... No, it's it's on the cell phone. Is that Strike? Well, Injustice 2 is on cell phones, but uh, I, I think oh, it is Strike I, yeah. Force. Strike Force is like I think squad it is... versus squad, almost. No, that's not, oh for fuck's sakes! This happened last time. I don't want to bog us down. Um, I do, I do think that some games can be good on mobile mm-hmm. if they like take a a couple elements and they don't try to make it like a a console game. But they're like, okay, there's a couple elements that really work. Mm-hmm. I know that game really works. Um, I threw my cell phone because it was making uh, vibrations. Yeah, yeah, Damn yeah. it! <laughs> I threw it across the room. But um, and then the one you're talking about, I know I've played. So I mean, I know they can be good. It's just what you're describing mm-hmm. here. Just, just oh, 
fucking yeah. sounds way worse. Yeah, I, I completely agree. For me, my perspective is, I guess, more... And I, I don't even say it in defense, just so those who are wondering uh, don't think Herrick and I are fucking arguing, because I've seen some... Oh, no. I've seen some shit on the internet this week where, like, two people like were, were kind of joking back and forth, and then someone was like, why is it getting so heated? I'm like, fuck, man. Like, can't people Why just, are mommy and daddy yeah, fighting? Like, can't people just, like, talk <laughs> and, they, and not completely agree and have that be okay? Um... What was I saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I totally get why. If someone's not about Elder Scrolls Blades, like, it's not a must-play. It's not a must-download. I think that it, in, in its core, the game that's there is better than Fallout Shelter because I think it's it's a little more action-oriented. I like almost the yeah. rhythmic pattern of the gameplay of, like, hold, release, hold, release, hold, release, and stringing together combos, exploring dungeons, building towns. I, I like that because it, it feels like a more action-focused version of Fallout Shelter, where Fallout Shelter was... Drag this guy out of sight of your yeah. base. He's going to yeah. go run away for, like, five hours. You shut off your game. You come back. He, he brings back right. stuff. Um, you know, and and the thing with Blades is maybe it's because... Uh, and let me ask you this first, actually. How... how When was the last time you, if you ever did, play Fallout Shelter? I did one uh, when it first came out. I played okay. a little you bit. Played, okay. Mm-hmm. So, Fallout Shelter, over time, added Nuka-Cola Quantum, questing. It added really bad paywall mechanics and what was a fantastic mobile game and it still is fun to play uh-huh. but they they walled you off essentially big time and gotcha. i guess for me when i saw blades and in, in its launch form it was stupid as shit and i i was very clear about that in my review um that what they've done in in regressing some of those i thought was a positive because they showed that with shelter it worked to up the ante to to get aggressive, gotcha. and and that they are listening to some extent to to consumers. I thought that was important. Um, as someone, I, I pride myself on fair coverage. You know, I I like, I or not I like, but rather I've called Bethesda out plenty of times. We can we can name all the fucking products that they've done that I've had some shit to say about. But I also think it's fair when they do something that I think is a step in the right direction. Maybe it's not fully right yet, like the Elder Chest shit that needs to get fixed. Um, or not fixed, but rather that needs to have a higher probability for sure. And the legendary looting, uh, like they, they, people refer to it as shadow nerfing, um, which is a new term for me, but, uh, you know, that, that type of stuff happening behind the scenes on top of what is a good patch, like that's kind of sneaky and, and Bethesda should not do that because as you can tell people like right as it happened, they caught it. So, um, Overall, though, I, I, I commended them for a, a step in the right direction with the silver chest paywall. And I, I ended mm-hmm. up updating my content accordingly and relabeling the video to saying instead of removing paywalls because of the new info that came in, which I want to make sure everyone knows about, that uh, I changed it just to silver chest paywall. So people knew, like, okay, it's it's that aspect of the game. There is still other parts that are, are, are of need of work. And some may hide behind the early access excuse, but that's such a diluted term nowadays. Uh, anything else on Elder Scrolls Blades, Carrick? No, no, I no, I don't. Unless you tell me that it's all whatever, it's all gone. Um, I, I'll I, keep I, you posted, I, but I don't yeah, think it'll I'll... be gone anytime soon. <laughs> all right, let's see here. Next one is a. I mean, we've been going back and forth this show. There's pretty pretty cool bits of news here. Uh, this time around, we are talking about Octopath Traveler. Uh, another game from 2018 that I personally raised about. I know, Carrick, you have not played it, but the news is that this game is coming to PC now. Um, a former Nintendo Switch exclusive now leaving exclusivity. 
a lot of people had said that this was going to happen, and now that it's coming to PC, they're likely going to bring it to PS4 and Xbox One as well, because it's such a damn good game. Uh, it's I described it in my Discord a few days ago as, it was like fine wine. Like, when I beat it, I was like, I'm glad I played that. That was good. And, like, over time, as I, 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 I guess, let it process, let it digest, I was like, wow, that was that was a fucking good game. Like, you know, the way the story came together at the end, I've, I've splurged about it before. The, the, the art style, the, the gameplay... Uh, a really, really superb title, especially when it picks up after the, the first 10 hours, I'd say, when you're done doing the origin stories. But um, now that you see it heading to PC, we know there's a prequel that's going to mobile devices that's supposed to be coming to the, the U.S. within the next year. And uh, presumably based off its success and how they're trying to get Octopath everywhere now, we're likely going to see a sequel. Are you interested in playing the game now that it's not on the Switch? I will, yes. Um, but I'll have to see like how it works in a seated computer environment. Cause strangely enough, the switch seems like it's more conducive, even though I wasn't a big fan of it, but that seems more conducive, just like sitting in bed playing it than sitting on my computer. Cause the art style, like, yeah. Cause the art style and just, yeah, the, oh, but overall, but yeah, I mean, it also depends on its price, like Probably depending 16. on the yeah, then it won't be that I won't want to play it. It's that I probably won't buy it. Gotcha. Like, it won't be a negative towards the game. It'll just be it's fighting for the same prices as, you know, mm-hmm. all these other all these other titles. But, yes, there's a higher, much higher chance. I will admit, I just got this, Matty, which is the most amazing thing in the world. It is a... Oh. It is a... It is so. I originally had the Satisfy, is which that, Cowboy. That, wait, hold on. Is that a like charger attached to it too? My friend, yes, it is. So, uh, Cowboy had me get the Satisfy, which I liked a lot. It fixed my problem with my right finger hurting. Mm-hmm. Um, but the battery on these fucking things is like PS4 bad. Like three and a half hours later, it's already yeah. at like twenty percent. And this is ten thousand mAh. Um, and it was only twenty nine dollars on Amazon. So I was like, fuck it, man, I'll buy it. And it comes with its own with its own uh, grips. Okay. And, dude, it's changed my life. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, because you can charge it without putting it in the bay. You can charge it just on the back. It, it also charges... system when you charge it in play? Nope. I was and, about that. And it charges other things as USB. So, like, if you have a phone, if you have a phone and you're playing, you could quite literally go, oh, shit, It's because it's a battery bank, almost like a cell phone battery bank. Oh. So you can So you can charge other things. It also takes a way faster charge. My, my, whatever, my dock, you only have a certain amount of MAH it'll take. But with this, I was using five, so it's charging like an hour. Wow. And fuck, man, I played last night for like nine hours and it was still at like 35%. And I was just you gotta like, link me oh, that. I would love that. Cause I've 29 playing, bucks, man. Yeah, because I've been playing a lot of my Switch lately for uh, Dragon, Super Dragon Ball Heroes kind of like my latest just kick like i've been hooked like easily 30 hours deep now obsessed with the game uh, just playing away and and the only thing that stops me when i'm having free time is is my switch battery life so i would love to get that because just to fuel my addiction there man <laughs> that's so that plus that looks like i love the grips man that looks i linked awesome. it I, I linked it in your thing Perfect. um yeah the grips help a little bit they help enough that i don't have oh, a problem man, with my thumb anymore beautiful. i'll I'll say that much. That um, also, strangely enough, they designed it so that the back is no... It's actually not as deep as the grips. It's actually okay. thinner. Because I thought it was going to be this big, bulky fucking thing. 
And it is heavier, obviously. It's a battery. Yes. Um, but it's got a stand, so you can put the stand out and oh, yeah, sit it down. Oh, yeah, picture right now. Yeah, you can take these off, so you don't have to. If you don't want the grips, you can completely take them off mm-hmm. and play it just like normal. Um, but, dude, yeah, man, I like, I mean, so far, at least, I've only had it for a couple days, but oh, I've it used it. have a heat I've, dissipation design. Cool. Yeah, it, it's, and it's solid as fuck. Like, I went there, and I was all, I was shaking it to go, like, okay, you know, is that going to fucking, is the battery going to fall off or yeah, and instead, it's got this insanely weird, super, it, it stays open, but it's like, I don't know if it's tight or something, but it's, you have to, like, force it down, so there's just no way it's coming out, like, nice. in, unless good. you wanted it to come out, yeah. That's so anyway, really sorry, I had to say that. No, um, you're good. What That's were you talking actually about? actually led to, led to a purchase. You've, you've sold me on a product. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about, oh, Octopath. Anyway, um, mm-hmm. so, yeah, I would just have to sit down. I would have to verify, you know, what type of game it is um, b- b- before I ended up getting it. Okay. Yeah, I, I sure. personally would suggest it for those who are listening. Uh, if you like JRPGs, easy buy. Uh, if you like classic sprite-based RPGs, even an easier buy. Uh, did this thing automatically add to my cart? What's in my cart? Oh, that was a, a gift that I was going to get my girlfriend before I found a better one. Wow. Okay, anyway. Um, yeah, but easy buy if you are a JRPG fan. Um, the story, not the highlight, but it comes together in the end in a really cool way, and I found it quite meaningful. I thought I, th- I thought they did a really good job with that. Um, it is a game that does not, you know, string you along. There's no DLC, so you, what, what you buy is what you get, which uh, I love and hate now that the game is getting a lot more popularity uh, mm-hmm. and attention. I would love to see more added on content for a game, but um, the reason that the game is so complete in both features and content and story is because they said we didn't want to do DLC. We wanted to just ship a complete product and, and leave it at that. And let me just make everyone aware this is like an 80 to 100 hour game so like you're definitely yeah it is a huge 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 like it's already a big commitment so dlc really isn't uh mandatory with a lot of jrpgs in general and it can become a little uh extra burden if if you know that there's dlc on top of what this big game you've already played is um but yeah I, i know some people are always looking for their new jrpgs on switch um, I, I know there's a, a hardcore audience for that, and I imagine those who are into that have already played Octopath, but if you were on the fence, maybe you missed the, the boat, this is your time. Uh, it's coming in June on PC, but I, I cannot suggest it enough, man. It is it is a great time. It is a great time. On PC, it might feel a little weird, though, because like, I, like Carrick said, rather, um, it, it feels right on the Switch. It feels right there. Mm. Uh, not that it wouldn't on the PC, but... Uh, just that art style, uh, some of the pick up and play format it has, which just a lot of these Switch games are, are really mastercrafts in design of being able to embed that without it feeling gimmicky, um, where it works in long term play and short term play, um, you know that type of stuff. So yeah, it, the Switch is the best place to play Octopath. It's what it was developed for, but PC version, good place as any to start. All right, I got to. And I this. think there's a higher chance of a humble bundle or something coming too. Yeah, yeah where definitely. where you'll be able to Good point. you you'll be able to bounce it at like Steam you know sale. a more doable a, yeah more doable rate for mm-hmm. some people. Good point. Good point. Yeah, so Octopath Traveler coming to PC in June, likely consoles down the line. And now, here we've got 
Sekiro sales. So Sekiro has been at the center of a lot of discussion on difficulty. We had a full, extensive, like, 40-minute segment about difficulty in games and accessibility options in games. So if you want to listen to that, tune into last week's episode. Uh, The timestamps are, as always, in the description. But let's talk about Sekiro in a different light. This time we're talking sales numbers. It has been confirmed that this game has passed 2 million sales in 10 days. That is a number I did not expect. I don't know about you. What, like, do you think do you think people know what they're getting into half the time when they buy this shit? Like, your average Joe stumbles in the Walmart. He's in the game section. <laughs> oh man, this looks fucking cool. He picks it up, dude. What the? And fuck Westerners is this? have such Westerners have such a Japanese kink. Mm-hmm. Like, so like Guilty. it's not like a dark age. But I mean, I, I just mean in every like it's not even it's like Dark Souls is Dark Age. Uh, you could say Bloodborne was like European magic, and you then turn around and you look at this and it's like ninjas or samurais or whatever, shinobi, whatever you want to call them. And I don't, I, I, I will say I did check into this because the first question that was asked to me when they saw that number was, does it include returns? And I was like, oh, it's a good question. Like, mm-hmm. does that does that number include returns? And then I verified that because it was 10 days later, it would include returns up to like six, five, six days. So that's actually still, I would I would consider that number completely valid. I mean, I think most people knew what they were getting into. Yeah. yeah. I think I think there's obviously some dude walking into Walmart who was like, ninjas? Because remember, a From <laughs> Software game, if you flip the From Software game over, it doesn't say this game will make you want to kill yourself, right? There's well, no warning. There, there was a, fuck, was it Dark Souls 1 that or, or 2, I think, when you flipped over, but it, Sekiro, said you, it said Sekiro. you will die. Okay, yeah, that is true. It does. It does. <laughs> It does, um, but Sekiro, Sekiro at least uh, yeah. doesn't, and um, I, I could, I could see people just seeing it and buying it. But I think overall, Sekiro probably sells. I think Sekiro's name isn't very good on the shelf either. A Walmart person sees Sekiro, that means nothing to them. Japanese style, there's no, you know, Dark Souls means something. If it was called Ninja Bad Guy, it would mean something. Sekiro is just a weird word. Um, so I think most of it's people who knew, yeah. Yeah, so... I'm not saying some of them didn't return it, but I'm saying people who knew what they were probably getting So, Dark Souls 2 says go beyond death. Dark Souls 1 says prepare to die. And Demon Souls, now I'm really curious. What does Demon Souls say? Like, do they, the, the original one, do they let you know? Uh, all right, so they say... Oh, that's a different language. Deep beneath the... Okay, there's just revolutionary online play, ever-changing world. Deep beneath the the I can't read that at all. Deep beneath the nexus, the old one has awakened. A, a mighty demon horde pours into Bulletaria, devouring the souls of men. Uh, I think it says calfed upon by a maiden in black. You go forth to lift the curse. Yeah. So no, okay. So Demon Souls, the original one. Has absolutely no warning if that you are getting it, and not that it really needs to, but it's just funny because that, yeah, that just no that. no warning that you're gonna die over and over yeah, and over and over yeah. and over. Yeah, I, I I would love to time travel and just see someone experience that without knowing the genre, yeah, and right. the type of game and the scope and 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 overcoming that obstacle. I bet that that's probably a lot of people's like favorite game ever because of that because it's just our favorite gaming experience rather. Just because, like, imagine b- blindly purchasing that and being like, okay, I get the challenge, and, and 
learning the game as you go. That's got to be so rewarding. I mean, you also have to look, though, we can sort of see it in a small way because you have a game like Surge, which mm. is somewhat built on that. And I don't think kind Surge... Like enough. Where... Yeah, and Surge, you know, most of them aren't going to want to say Dark Souls futuristic. So I think they probably don't indicate it. And so uh, what's the other one that Surge, the guys from Surge made prior? I wasn't a fan of it. Battle... Um, it was prior to Surge. It was their first game. It was... Uh, I gotta see the developer. Um, it was... Uh, oh, man. What the fuck game was that called? I had a Death lot 13. of problems. Oh, oh, Bound, yeah, by, I, Bound by Flame? No, it was... No, that you're right. That's That that game was prior. Uh, it was after Bound by Flame, prior to... Lords of the Fallen. Yeah, Lords of the Fallen. Gotcha. Um, I don't think they warned either, so you could probably at least find somebody who well, got into some of the side top. games. I wasn't good. You thought it? Yeah, I, I had, I had a lot of bugs with that game. That was the mm. big, the big I mean, downfall. For I only me. played three hours, but like it, it wasn't gripping enough to keep me going. And I, I feel like people are gonna just tell me to get good now because I dropped Sekiro. <laughs> no, I'm saying I dropped, uh, I, I dropped uh, Lords of the Fallen, but Lords of the Fallen like legitimately didn't grab me. Sekiro, I'm like interested in, but I just when I was playing, yeah, I, Lords I of the Fallen didn't clicking. review very well either. Yeah, so I got like sevens. Like, I thought sevens and yeah. eights. I mean, I guess yeah. I guess when I say not very well, that doesn't sevens not, and eights aren't well, horrible compared to the yeah. rest of compared to Soulsborn and yeah, it's like all nines except for I think two, which sat around the eight, which is still really good. Yeah, but two million, two million copies. That's I find that really awesome because it, it shows what what I think has been a real big focal point actually of the show unintentionally between um, seeing Vampire crawl over a million or seeing Octopath, which was a game that you know I think they they originally expected like a couple hundred thousand units to sell. Seeing that do so explosively well, like I think they did two million right away. Um, that is now moving to different systems, and now we're seeing Sekiro, which you know, yes, the the Soulsborne genre is pop popular, but you don't know if it's as popular because it's in the YouTube space. It's one of those games that people don't want to try. They they watch, kind of like how what we saw with Telltale, like oh man, it's fun to watch, but I'm not playing that shit. Um, with that type of culture being around, which is fine, and um, also the the issues surrounding the game and, and boycotts forming. Um, it's it's cool to see the game still doing well amidst all that because I think it punctuates what I've been saying uh, since people were sharing data about Metro Exodus's um, Epic Game Store sales, which I'm just like, gaming's bigger than it's ever been. Like people were like, because mm -hmm. I remember that was the counter argument to um, the performance of of that game versus how it'll do on a uh, the Outer Worlds would have done on the Epic Game Store, and people were like, well. Epic Game Store and, and Metro Exodus combined for 2.5 times more sales. And I'm like, because gaming is fucking huge now. You know, of course it's going to do better. It's so much bigger than it was back then. And I feel like when I see games like Sekiro perform well, it's deserved. But it's also, I feel, doing part to new people coming into gaming every day. People uh, wanting to adopt a new challenge. That type of stuff. And it's good to see the success come the developer's way, pretty much. Yeah. Very much so. That's a big success too, because if they were mm -hmm. only expecting a hundred thousand or two hundred thousand, they sold two million. I bet just somebody's having a party. Mm. Oh, I meant, <laughs> I, meant that, I meant that for Octopath, but yeah, if they, if oh my god, if Sekiro no, expected that much, no, Sek I mean, I mean, even, oh, oh, okay. How many did Sekiro sell? Or I mean, how many did Octopath sell? Do we know how many uh, it sold? All I remember is like in the first week they were like it passed two million. Oh Jesus! Yeah. yeah, you know that they're yeah they got to be like on Swimming fucking yachts money. and shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that shit. They're probably really happy with that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. 
But uh, good for good for FromSoft. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing. I don't know if they have DLC planned for this game at all or not, but I'm looking forward to seeing what they do in the future. Yeah. Um, and and one day I'll I'll eventually return to Sekiro and give it another rip. But right now I'm just not in the mood. And so now we move on to our last topic. And there's a reason why, despite it being what I find the most exciting outside of Vampire, um, that we waited to the end for this. And it, it, I guess it, you can view it as an optional segment right now. It is uh, the late, the leaked Jedi Fallen Order poster. Um, because, as you all know, we record on Fridays, upload on Sundays, Fridays for early access. Early access reaches, like, you know, uh, I'd say, like, 70 people. Um, because, you know, different schedules, so that number fluctuates. But um, we know that only a small amount of our audience is going to hear this portion before the news and information on the game is actually out. So what this will be fun for, if you've already learned everything about the Jedi Fallen Order game, is, and I'll have coverage on this game too, I guarantee, on my channel, just because it's fucking new Star Wars game by Respawn. That's awesome. Uh, But we're going to make, like, predictions, discuss the leak, and we're going to see how on and off the ball we are with this. It'll, it'll be fun to listen back, I think listen to if you're a current viewer, but also for us to listen back on. So, what happened was, and this information comes from GameSpot.com, the on- online retailer Amazon mistakenly put up a listing for a commemorative t-shirt which showed a piece of artwork. It's since been removed, but not before fans secured the image for posterity. It shows a Jedi wielding a blue lightsaber and ascending a mountain accompanied by a small droid that appears to be scanning. In the background, crashed into a landscape full of waterfalls, is what appears to be a Republic-era Star Destroyer. Now, here's what we already knew about Jedi Fallen Order. Um, it's around The story surrounds a Jedi Padawan who escaped the Emperor's Purge, which we did see happen in the Revenge of the Sith film, which, like Eric and I said, best Star Wars film. Uh, yep. the, the game is said to take place in the dark times as the Emperor consolidates his power over the galaxy and hunts down the remaining Jedi. Um, the image really doesn't show much other than what I had verbally described, where I said they, there was a, a crashed um, Republic-era Star Destroyer. Um, but man, I, I guess Respawn's on a high right now with, with Apex Legends. Everyone's like, holy shit, they're making another game. Um, this one has been in development for those who don't know since I think either 2013 or 14. You're going to have to check me on, on that exact time period. But the important part about this is A, it's not using Frostbite. B, it's been in development for a while and they've had time to get it right. C, this happened all before EA acquired Respawn. So before they could get their grubby mitts on it and fuck anything up, which I know some of the EA hatred about how they fuck up games has been dialed back considering that they gave Anthem seven years and they were in pre-production for five or six of those years. So EA has been patient in the past. And I I imagine um, based off what happened with Respawn and Apex Legends, they have probably gone completely hands off with this game. I'd say, you know, they're like, just, hey, print us money. All right, see you later. Um I'd hope so, at least. I feel like that's the approach I would have if I, if I see a company doing that well. It's like, what, what do we have to supervise at this point? Um, but anyway, Carrick, what do you hope to see from this game based off what I've described? Are you interested or excited in this? Unlike the Episode Nine teaser trailer. Let's hear your thoughts first. Yeah, I'm interested. Um, it, it, I just, I don't... The honest truth is, I don't know at all what to expect. So I don't know exactly where to put my interest level. Like, uh, I'm a big fan of RPGs. So like, if it was like a KOTOR, but you know, but but uh, based in technology now and shit, that'd be one thing. 
versus if it was like a shooter versus if it's like a third person. So I just don't know exactly what to expect right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think all the stuff about them getting I think it's to a person. I remember not to cut you off. I, I remember th- reading that. I, I, that's what I assume it'll actually be. I actually feel like it's going to be like Force Unleashed a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, just that's what it's hitting me mentally as. And that makes sense because to show the like lightsaber and the, you're a pad one. So obviously you got a lightsaber to show force powers. Mm-hmm. Third person seems to be like, it just works. Right. I feel like um, doing a first person lightsaber game would be kind of, it'd be bad, VR. It'd, it'd be, it'd yeah, be VR. Say, and they're already yeah. doing that with like a Vader's yeah. something. Um, game. So no, I'm very excited for it. It's just, um, I'm excited. Like I was excited for force unleashed, uh, which is a game I did not dislike. Uh, but in the side story, it'll always remind me. If it's great, it'll remind me of how badly everything else has been handled. If it is terrible, it's going to depress me in that way as well. So it's, it's like, terrible. it's weird. I will, I will sink into a fucking huge depression. Yeah, <laughs> into a fugue. It's, it's, it's just really an odd... It's odd because it's like, what if it's good? And then you're like, it's fucking good! How did you guys not get the other thing figured out? Mm. And then if it's bad, you're like, all right, it's bad. I guess maybe shit's as bad as everybody says, and then that's also depressing. So it's just going to be really interesting to see. I I also want to know who the bad guy is. Like, I liked Force Unleashed because the bad guy was also the good guy. Mm -hmm. So, like, I liked that. I don't know how this story is going to play out, you know, protagonist, antagonist-wise. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah, I mean, my guess is... With this story, pardon me, that the Padawan like you're playing just running. As, yeah, I feel like you're you're constantly going to be getting chased down. I mean, in the poster, you see the the Tie Fighters above, and, and yeah, they look like they're coming in. So, or maybe they're flying away. It's it's hard to tell. But no, um, it looked like they were flying in to me. Okay, so you know, maybe I think that signifies a bit of okay, they're being chased down, which is part of the game. Uh, I doubt you're going to be going to them. I imagine, just based off the plot and the character you're playing as and the point in the story it's at, uh, like most between three and four stories, like, for example, Rogue One, the main character will probably, given that they're trying to purge all the Jedi's, he's probably going to die. That'd be my guess, at least, right off the bat. Um, So my question then going into the game would be, all right, that's my predicted fate for the story, which I think, you know, as fans, we theorize, we speculate. And it's like, how how are they going to meet that? Because my expectations going in are there. How are you going to make me care about the characters surrounding the story if I know? Oh well, every Jedi the ultimate fucking game purged. Yeah. yeah, like what yeah. what's what are they going to do to to move that th- forward? And you know, we've seen them do a great job. Uh, for example, with the Titanfall two campaign, we know Respawn can deliver a solid story. Um, my, I guess my concern, which isn't a huge one, is length. You know, because this is a uh, single true. player game. This is a strictly single-player yeah. game, so it's not like there's this multiplayer side to, to kind of pad it and, and add content to it, um, where you have a Titanfall 2 with a great campaign and a great multiplayer mode. Um, in this case, we are no, we know we are getting a strictly single-player game. So, And if it's, if it's lightsabers only, are they incorporating stealth at all? Um, is it just action, action, action? Uh, like you said, is there RPG elements, like leveling up? customizing force abilities how do you do that if you don't have a master like are you just mm, very are you just true pre- you know are you just pretending you're learning force lightning or whatever yeah. you would it wouldn't be force lightning but you know what i mean mm. like how are you learning if this shit if you're just if there's nobody there to even give you any 
any and, skills and enhanced. And if you are yeah. a Padawan, you know, years of training is what makes you better at lightsaber fighting. So if you were to fight someone to, like, punch it above your weight, how do you fight back on that as well? Yeah, yeah. It, it, I, I mean... Uh, yeah, I just that's why I'm actually really confused on this one because it, it's like you do not know whatsoever what the plan is, which is good in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I do feel that like there there are ways to make it interesting. Like, so if it's right after the purge, you know, could it possibly end where like that character's still alive, still running, and fucking the emperor dies, and they're like, oh shit, I don't have to run anymore. You know, because we do think, oh, the emperor. You know, you have to fucking, you 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 have to kill him or her, and you're like, yeah, technically. Or the game where it's like it jumps ahead 15 years or something like you. I don't yeah, know. I yeah. mean, there's all these weird things that I could think happen. Did Battlefront Two, without spoiling it for those who still care, I'll I'll be respectful of that, but. Uh, when it ended, they did a little bit of a time leap, and then they did Resurrection, yeah. which was a, a huge leap in the DLC for the story, which, you know, God, that was just like the, the nail in the coffin for me. I was like, oh my God, this is just not good. But, um, yeah, I, I, um, what was I going to say um, about the game? I was going to ask, what do you think that they're going to do for the reveal itself? Because I feel like it's Star Wars Celebration. I imagine they're going to take the normal route they've done with the two Battlefront games, which is here's the the in-engine trailer, and then the gameplay is going to be at E3. Well, that's what I thought, too, but then Havarka, or whatever the fuck her name is, um, the the girl from Star Wars Battlefront 2. Oh, Janina Gavankar. Gavankar, yes. Um, it was either her or somebody else. Oh, no. It was a response to Angry Joe. Angry oh, Joe said, Angry Joe read the title uh, that's on the thing and said, instead of whatever it says, like, don't don't stand up, it should say, don't fuck up. Mm-hmm. And the Star Wars Twitter responded and said, we don't think we have, and we're going to show a bunch, and we're going to answer a bunch of hard-hitting questions. Okay. About And, and they oh. were very, confi- very confident about what they were like, well, we don't think we we want you to show up. We do not think uh, we have fucked up. Um, we're going to answer. We're going to answer. We're going to tell a bunch of st- information, and we're going to answer a bunch of well, hard hitting questions. They because I, I covered Battlefront two pre launch, um, and into a little bit of its post launch, and that was a game that when it did get revealed at Star Wars Celebration, they did have a panel and they did give. Some solid story details. I actually, um, I have my notes right here. They're def- It's definitely, I'll have to sift through them a bit, but I could definitely find them. Um, yeah. But if, so if they do that, then that would be cool. Like, that might be what it is. It's just a, just like that. Like, Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because like, they, like, they had, uh, right here, Battlefront 2 panel. Um, and I have one, two full pages of notes. Three Studios, Dice Criterion, EA Motive, Who Are the Heroes of the Empire. It is set 30 years uh, from episode... Set during. It is set during 30 years from episode 6 to 7. Uh, Death Star 2 blew up. Uh, what of the Empire and how they felt about it. Commander of the Inferno Squadron is Iden Versio. This is a canon story. All that shit. So, like, yeah, man. Like, they, they did give, when it came to... The uh, data. Battlefront 2 story, yeah, they gave the data. 
They really did. So I believe that. I would just like for them to take a different approach, um, especially because if they're announcing it in, in April, um, I imagine it's coming out in the fall. I don't think it would hurt the company to show gameplay first instead of the right. in-engine trailers and whatnot. I don't think it would really hurt them. I think they need to not go so formulaic with it. Hey, right. the last two Star Wars games have not done us good. You know, I shouldn't say that. Battlefront 2 did really well, but was, quote, below expectations. But we know that's just a bullshit statement at this point in time. It, it what, sold like 9, 10 million copies? And they were like, it performed below our expectations. I'm like, okay, so you wanted like 30 million. Um, but yeah, I feel they should approach it differently based off fan reception. They know there's going to be additional skeptics than usual based off Last Jedi movie. Uh, so movies aren't doing well for folks, and then gaming because Battlefront Two has burned people twice. Take a different approach. Show gameplay first. That's what I do, at least. I I mean, honestly, dude, I would I would fucking sacrifice small children for that to happen continually. I'd be so happy. I'd be so happy if companies just did that from now on, and we're I mean, like, okay, we're gonna start sh- we're gonna start showing shit. I just thought because a lot of why I feel they do the in-engine trailer first was because it's Frostbite. So they can go, oh, well, the game doesn't look that far from that. But if they're developing it on a completely different engine at Respawn, does an in-engine trailer yeah, versus right. CGI trailer sell the same to EA yeah. as, as maybe? Yeah, it's pretty It's pretty hard to bitch about what some of those games look like on Frostbite. Because oh, whether no, they, they look great. They, yeah, yeah, like... They, they, they were certain that certainly was not the problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. it, it, it's insane at times. In fact, and they had every right and every chance to succeed with those. Even in the even in the shape they were and the ideas that they had, there there was there was success written all over those, and they still fucked it up. So mm-hmm. yeah, that is true. They could just say, they could it could be a situation where you know it's not going to look as good. I think they said Unreal. The one nice thing about Unreal is it certainly isn't a shabby engine. It's actually, it, it's actually very good, so um, there is that. There's also the unfortunate thing that we have to ask, which is because it's Unreal Engine, will it be Epic exclusive? Mm-hmm. Because they get 3% back uh, for all licenses, as well as they get a small or a larger percent on the development cost, yeah, or, the, seeing, or the, the price return. seeing more and more developers go to epic because it's guaranteed money i tell people this all the time we may not it's like guaranteed it, money but it's literally yep. there's no guarantees in this business and now epic is offering a guaranteed payment even if it's temporary yep. they are yep. guaranteeing money in your pocket and everyone will jump for that everyone it, dude if you're a developer there's uh, i i mean i don't like a lot of the stuff going on but if i, I there's simply no way to look at a developer and say you shouldn't do that yeah, because it's it, it, it quite legitimately may help them stay in business and support the game they're trying to actually release like they're it that yeah. it just makes sense now for ea there's you know you're looking at a company that can certainly withstand some hardships if they had issues yeah. on multiple platforms and i think they should do multiple but because origin but so could slash and they did it with epic would suck borderlands and the outer world so you know i i feel like they serve as an example of a company that's got more money than God, and they're like, yep, fuck it, we'll, we'll throw it on an exclusive platform, so I'm not going to put it past EA to not do it, but they have well, their didn't, own launcher, so wouldn't that... Didn't it, um, Borderlands... I thought, though, that Private Division is doing. Um, well, so Private yeah. Division is a different division and, and run different financially than the rest of 2K, just yeah. 
I so I just know. I lump them together because it is a, a subsidiary. I get it. Two K. I get it. And then Two K just did this with Borderlands, where you'd feel like Private Division and Two yeah. K had to have gotten together. You know, there's that chain yeah. of command, Private Division or Two K, Private Division, Obsidian, and I, I feel like um, yeah, based I on what agree. I was I, I was told, you know, via a source was like like I mentioned in a video, Obsidian had no idea about this deal until it was announced, and and they were uh, not. Oh, which one is it. this? This oh, the the outer, the outer worlds one. So yeah, yeah. Um, and in the case of yeah. in the case of EA, I imagine it won't be an Epic exclusive just because they I have would their be own blown launcher. away. They have their yeah. own launcher. It would it would not if if they do that. Then while I think it's easy to confirm now, that absolutely seals the deal on what we just said about just it's guaranteed it's guaranteed success. Yeah, and Uplay does it. Mm-hmm. Ubisoft oh, has yeah, been Ubisoft very. Did it. Yeah, remember Ubisoft Shit, made it quite clear that they have actually made more money by going to Epic slash Ubisoft than Ubisoft Epic um, Steam. So, wow, that's wild. Yeah, there's the the cut. I mean, people don't realize. I think when people see a percent, right, they think of it as a number, like three is just a three, but when it's a percent mm-hmm. and that percent grows, then your 3%, that amount starts at one number, but as you go up, it just gets larger and larger. Like, I, I just think people think of percents differently than they really are represented when it comes to financials, and that's a big deal. And it sounds small when it's like, you're going to get 3% more. Oh, okay, no problem. 50% more, or you know, 5% more, 10% more. Okay, no problem. People think it means they think it doesn't mean as much money as it does mean. And then again, we all complain, and I think rightfully so, that companies do lose thirty to forty percent of their employees the day they ship the game. Um, there's an idea of looking and going, "Whoa, this could stop us from from losing these employees." Um, also, people, I, I've seen a lot of people go like, oh, no, it's just the publisher who gets it. I got to tell you, I'm talking to devs who definitely have seen the actual money from working at, with Epic versus Steam. Yeah. And so it's just like that negates, at least for them, that part of the discussion. So I hope they don't. I think overall there's a chance that they will. But um, I hope they personally don't because I think Origin has its own subscription. It's got its own things. Seems to make sense. They've got a, a, a ton of their own games. I would rather just see Star Wars be, you know, EA access on Xbox is, you know, what they would do there yeah, or whatever like they that's called on Xbox. In place compared to Ubisoft, maybe then. Yeah. I, I forgot yeah. completely about Ubisoft when I was making that comment. So yeah. I guess the other argument would be, I feel, with the access and, and, of course, the Origin launcher, maybe there's too many systems in place for them to argue putting it exclusively somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, I, I just, uh, overall, until this Saturday, like, I just have no clue what to even expect. Like, we're showing up, we're going to, I think we're going to stream it, but we don't even know what we're streaming. Right, I'm home in time, I want to I wanna stream it as well. Okay, well, yeah. if you if you end up, can't, and you can't set yours up, tell me, and you can just jump on ours, because I think okay. it's going to be me and Abzi, and it, uh, it might just be two or three of us from the Discord, but because we don't know, it may be useless, like the so- Sony one, we streamed that... Yeah. 30 fucking minute or yeah, 15 minute Sony one. I was like, oh, this is a great stream. You know, oh, dude, hour. it was done in 20 we minutes. Were, I was like, all right, let's yeah, do questions, Yeah, we were just all. Um, uh, we, we filled some time, but then we're just like, well, we got nothing to say. Yeah. So um, if they do a panel, that'd be great hearing some questions. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to see gameplay. 
I would also like to see if it's been this long, if it's been this long in work, if we don't see gameplay, I'm going to be worried mm. because that indicates a problem. If we should, if you can't say something's on one side and then negate the results over here. So I, if, some, if they're saying, hey, this has all been in place for blah, 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 blah amount of time. Great. No problem. Show me the results of that on your announced day, which is, which is Star Wars Day. Knock us, knock us back a little bit and be like, here's a reason to be excited. Uh, yeah, to me, I'd be okay I, with I that. I think with this game, it's different. They need to come out swinging. I really... They uh, absolutely need to come yeah. out swinging, yeah. Because no even doubt. their investors probably are like... Even if, you know, they're making money, their investors are still like, you need to come out swinging. You just... You don't want to have lackluster news, lackluster news like all your life. Like, mm -hmm. at some point, you want people to be like, wow, we're excited for once. Yeah. And I think... Uh, Based off what I've seen of other YouTubers who have sources, I guess, that, that like there's a different energy about this game from cool. like EA and them. So I mean, like I said, this is this is shit we'll see in You mean sort of like a Apex Legends energy kind of thing? Where like it's I a guess surprise. I, I feel Apex Legends energy is more of like a we might actually end up printing a lot of dollar bills with this one and it's gonna be a good game and I still I hopped on Apex Legends last night. It's still fucking fun as shit i really yeah like it's a good game. game it's I a good really game regardless like that game so it, it's what's keeping my faith in, in respawn too uh, not that i really lost it but i mean is that the same energy you're saying that these people are feeling oh, for this game oh um or is it more just uh we're this it, is it's the not going to be as bad get it right kind of energy. Oh, okay cool that's, that's yeah. well remember dude I shadows of the right, empire i say get it right loosely you know um uh, N64, Shadows of the Empire, had nothing to do with the normal characters. Well, it did later, but um, it was a side Star Wars game. Rocked, Unleashed, right? Unleashed 1 and 2, right? We had two of those? Yep. Both of those, I felt were, you know... Well, one Great was games. really good, one was good. And I just don't see how it can't do one. It's not... Nothing stopping them from doing a good game. So, that might... Except my fingers are crossed that this is... It, it, yeah, or, you know, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It seems I like just... once that story broke for Anthem and Bioware, it, it literally screamed, this is a product of a development studio failing to manage how to make a game well. And we haven't seen anything like that yet out of a DICE piece of work. Um, and, of course, not Respawn because they're well. They the even did the bunch. They even did the uh, – I saw somebody talking about Dragon Age – you know, oh, yeah. and like Dragon Age 4 how, already... how, yeah, and how how it was being made and the worries there, and I was like, I don't think people remember that. Like when I started YouTube, one of the first videos I did was my source, who was working in video games before I started YouTube, was telling me he was like, check LinkedIn, and you can see what Dragon Age Four is going or Dragon Age Inquisition is going to be. It's going to be an MMO, and he was the one who sent me to the two hirees, right? Who were MMO quest hirees, and guess what we got? A MMO. MMO that pretended to be a single player game. And so uh, and he and he's still in the <laughs> Yeah, and he yeah. God. And he's still he's still in the business. I we, he still tells me stuff at times. And it's just like um I, I think that they thought that was right at the time. They really thought that was like it wasn't a save money. Mm -hmm. It was a we are following a trend that appears to be right. Unfortunately, I think right now companies are following trends that appear to be right we're fucked yeah that's the thing i'm even worried if people think we were fucked back then 
when they added some MMO quests to our single player game, you have no fucking clue if you if unless you take a step back and look at our current situation mm-hmm. and go, oh, these guys are going to copy our current situation because th- those these things work. Guess what? You're going to get blades. Like those are the kind of games you're going to get constantly, constantly, and that's what I'm worried about. Is that and it won't um, be free. <laughs> And it won't be free. Yeah, and that's what I'm worried about is that um, I think some companies can look and buck the trend a little bit, and then other companies look and want to improve the trend, which is fine. But some just solidly want to hit the middle. And for whatever reason, I mean, BioWare, people blame EA, but I think a a majority of the problem apparently is within BioWare itself. And hopefully that does not extend to these guys. And it doesn't seem like it should. Come, they're completely separate, so it's it, hopefully this is something that's you know turns out to just be an awesome game. And they've got pretty good uh, lineage there for yeah. who's working on it. So. Yeah, I mean I, they really haven't made a game, in my opinion. What it's been Titanfall one, two, Apex, and that's it. Yep, yep. All three of those and, games and, I really and if liked. You, let's say you remove Apex because I would assume that was a pretty skeletal crew, one map. Right, like, yeah. Uh, remembering that Apex Legends was leaked over a year and a half ago on Reddit, yeah, and no one cared. You yeah. S- <laughs> yeah, complete fucking map, bro. Like, like everything. Some oh. some, some jack off, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that in a funny way. He's just like, hey, bro, here's your new game, and everybody was like, yeah. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> ignored him. It was just like, what the shit? Um, so it, it, if you if you look at the numbers of people they had working on that and you think all those other people are working on this, then it could be something It could be something far along, it could be something really interesting, and it will be something based on the expertise of Titanfall 2, which I don't think most people would have an issue with. And I don't mean or it would be the same viewpoint. given how it's sold. <laughs> well, that's true, but it was a good game. Right. And I think those people, even if they know it didn't sell, those people who worked on it, no, it's a good game. Oh, I'm saying I mean. like people, it'll be new to a lot of folks. Is what yes, I'm for yeah. sure, for yeah. sure, for sure. Like, oh, yeah, sweet. you're very new because yeah. it sold like six copies. Yeah. It sold worse, by the way, than the exclusive Xbox Titanfall one. When that was when the Xbox that's, one was really tiny, and that's when the Xbox one's fucking yeah was the size of my fucking small town. Like that was the entire <laughs> United States grouping of, dude, it's insane. It, 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 that game never. I don't even know. That is probably one of the best examples of a game that uh, was amazing that failed. And I don't mean it in the way of like, you know how sometimes we'll do this. We'll be like, I like this game and it didn't do well. And but like you reasons you could argue. Oh, it's, it's exactly. Kind of, yeah. With Titanfall, even though I wasn't as big of a fan as everybody else, there's absolutely nothing you could sit me down and have me go, like, lose that argument and be mm-hmm. like, okay, I get you. No. That's no, that game... game. That game was legitimately good, had all of its shit together, not very many technical issues, and fucking guttered. And <laughs> which is really sad. Yeah, and especially now, it, like, we're talking about how, <laughs> like, we have all these games on our list that are selling well. Octopath, I'm going to bring it up again, Sekiro, Vampire. It's like, how do those find their audiences? But Yeah, exactly. But Titanfall does Battlefield launched next to Titanfall 2, like, that's it? It's just dead in the water? And and then you have to also question if, you know, because that's the excuse we've all used because that's all that matters or, that, or makes sense. But does it make sense? That's the thing that, like, uh, I mean, I may do, I, I talked a couple times about doing a video on this of, like, does it make sense to blame the release on 
a game doing poorly. And what's weird is that battlefield also was not uh, engaged at the level I think everybody expected. It did not do as well as everybody expected, or rate as well, sorry, as everybody expected. It, I, I, especially, it didn't rate as well to make people ignore Titanfall. Does that make sense? So, like, yeah, let's say like Titanfall. Like, it, it, yeah. It had cool multiplayer. I liked Battlefield 1, at least multiplayer-wise, but its war stories were terrible. We're, yeah, we're not. And what's weird is, it's not like hot chick, nerdy chick, and you dress her up, and you're like, they're both hot. You're just like, <laughs> no. They're both pretty close to the same fucking level, and somehow one won the prom queen, and the other one didn't show up at all. She mm. went somewhere else. <laughs> it's it, dude look at the numbers for this i mean i'm laughing and i'm not laughing at them because that's that it, it would fucking suck dude i i don't even know you know you've done a good video and it doesn't do well and you're like mm. hmm. but were you it have wasn't, big news that you want to share and it just it, face plants you're like hmm it face plants but you never me <laughs> yeah oh yeah or that right where you're like fuck me uh-oh, nobody else goes. But you never you never worked four years on it. Right. You know, so they work four years on it. They improve in every way. They go on multiple fucking consoles, Maddie. Multiple, man. They go on the PS4. People, yeah. by the way, there were surveys stating that like 99% of PS4 players were going to buy that also. Just so you know. They were doing surveys on Twitter. Are you going to get Titanfall now that it's on, uh, you know, both systems? Oh, for sure, blah, blah, blah. And... And, and they did Gamers didn't. let them down. <laughs> well, dude, did we? I mean, that's... Maybe we did... I, I don't it. know. I didn't buy it, I'll be honest. You didn't buy it? I yeah. Buy it. So, I don't know. I don't know. But I, I just I didn't don't buy know. it out of sheer, like, I wasn't super interested. You know, I, I, I really oh, wasn't. Okay. So that's why I didn't pick it up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also, unlike me, if I remember right, on Call of Duty... You're a little bit less of a fan than I am of the... I like the wall climbing. I like the uh, parkour stuff. And I know you're more of a boots on the ground. Absolutely. Like more of a World War II. Yeah. Um, so maybe that was all it was. And people gravitated towards Battlefield because it was like boots on the ground. But they didn't gravitate for very long. Well, and they the never resold is, it. They, like It was... I think it was all very situational. Because what happened is you had the Battlefield versus Call of Duty feud revived. Because Call of Duty stuck with its wall running air flying shit and battlefield responded at the perfect time with a game that said go boots on the ground and that's what people wanted at that point in time and they got it and so that's why there was that i think that was when advanced warfare or infinite warfare infinite was getting Mm -hmm. yeah infinite warfare was getting dislike bombed it was like the the target of a lot of ire and hatred on the internet, and like I said, I just think it was like it was that battle that honestly not bad. Yeah, I, I didn't like it that much. I, I didn't like it that much. I'm not gonna. Oh lie. fuck off! I the game like was it. good. Yeah, I just had multi multiplayer map design, bro. Like it was so oh, okay. fucking bad. <laughs> like I literally if I, is... hold on here. I'll show you what they did to make a multiplayer map. They took this piece of paper, they ripped it out of a book. They said, "This is map the side of one map. This we'll put here. You'll fly here." And then, hold on, there we go, there's another platform, boom, there's our map. And they just, like, scattered pieces of paper around, and we're like, okay, now just put a couple of walls to run across all of these, and, and we'll pick random spawn points, and, yep, that's how, that'll be our map. That's and literally I think how they did it. that's how, also, 
why Apex probably did well is because it was one map that's been cultivated and like really um, well thought out. You know, really well thought out. And then you look at um, so I should admit I'm talking about the single player. I think the Call of Duty Infinite Warfare is easily the best single player of all the games. Yeah, um, okay. I, as a battle, as a battle uh, Star Galactica fan, futuristic fan, the idea of having your own spaceship and having like quests on the spaceship like that had not been done in a Call of Duty game. Mm, I mean, it's, it was a cool idea. I liked it. Yeah, um, but the multiplayer, I, I like that kind of stuff. All makes sense, and and of course, Call of Duty multiplayer has to be. It has to be. It has to be robust. It doesn't. That is what's going to continue long tail mm-hmm. sales, obviously. Um, but I, that's why I think. Uh, that's why I think Apex it, it has done so well. I don't know why Titanfall didn't, because I thought Titanfall's maps were okay. I do have to say though, if I remember right. I'll have to go back and listen to my review. I, I, so the single player was short. Very short, bro. That single player in Titanfall 2 was like three and a half or four hours. Yeah. So that could have hurt it. Um, and then if I remember right, I did have an issue with a couple of the maps being pretty basic. So it could have been those combined with the hope that Battlefield was going to return everything to its rightful place. And so people chose Battlefield. But the thing is, is most people have more than 60 bucks. They really do. They say they don't, but if there's a good game, they'll find a way. You've done it. I've done it. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't have sixty bucks. And then a good game comes out, and you're like selling shit. You're like, yeah, here, you want you a PS4 a controller for a dollar? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You find a way. So it, it's just. I, I, I would just love. Thought, I just thought. Yeah. Okay. So we were just talking about the feud of like boots on the ground versus running on walls and shit. Doesn't Titanfall have a lot of like running on walls and? That type of gameplay, right? So Which is why I'm saying get... maybe that's maybe that's why people didn't like Titanfall. That maybe mm. that's because there's a the demand. In, yeah, there's an instant dislike for that versus boots on the ground. So somebody like yourself hears Titanfall, uh, short campaign but good, whatever. But then you're like, I'm going to check out multiplayer, and you hear everybody saying it's a lot like Call of Duty's uh, parkour, and you, as a Call of Duty person, are like, that's not what I want. Mm. That's what I was saying. I, yeah. I do believe that that could have caused people to be like, but here, but then what I'm saying is a week later, you see Battlefield and you're like, uh-oh, this isn't as good as we all thought. Mm-hmm. Why didn't we get a bump? Like, where was the bump? Where was the second? Yeah. was like a second wind. Yeah. Like yeah. Second wind. And, and you know, EA would have figured out if there was the possibility of a second wind. But also, I would love to explore the background because, remember, that was the situation where uh, the, the Call of Duty, I think it was, um, it's not, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't West, it was the other guy who ran uh, 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 the development company at that time, where he was on stage with the EA guy, and the EA guy was like trying to talk about why they're releasing the two games at the same time, and in the middle of the conversation, it might have been West, but he looked at him, he's like, whatever the fuck that means. And people wow. in the crowd were like, what? Yeah, so that's like, imagine wow. you run a business. And yeah, you should look it up because yeah. it's, it's on it's on camera. And he, he, like the EA guy is like, we don't feel that these two are competing, blah, 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 blah. And the fucking developer looks at him and is like, he legit, legit bad employees. And, and I don't mean that as in he's bad. I just mean he does what, you don't want an employee to do, and he's just like he—he he looks at him straight up, and he's like, "Whatever the fuck that means," and you're just like, "Oh!" It was one of those fucking mic drop moments where you're like, "Something is happening internally." So, wow. 
Did you ever hear the big rumor too? Was that they threw it out to kill it on purpose so that something about getting something about buying respawn or something? There was something. There was also the rumor that they wanted it to die so it would like lessen. A desperate position, you mean? Puts them in a desperate position or Ooh, something. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot about Game of Sutra is probably where you're going to find some of this because they're so big. They're such an amazing website, um, and I'm pretty sure they have all this. But yeah, you got to look up that thing. At minimum, there's a text version of the interview, but it is the guy. Um, now I want to look. It's uh, Titan. Uh, I think I found Dev. it. Whatever. Mm. Yeah, here we go. Here here we go. This is on game. You want me to read it? Yeah. PC Gamer. EA is committed to Titanfall 2, but Respawn doesn't know what that means. <laughs> to oh, be more right. specific, Vince Zappella doesn't know what the fuck that means. And here's what it says. There's been much hand-wringing over whether EA should have released Titanfall 2 at the same time as the two other much bigger shooters, as the underdog between Battlefield 1 and Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Most armchair industry analysts think the move is stupid. I'm tempted to agree. Though EA defended itself last week, saying that Titanfall 2 and Battlefield 1 appeal to different FPS fans. Nevertheless, analysts and early sales reports don't paint a pretty picture. Vince Zappella sounded off about the game's awkward position in an interview and he says he's asked all this and yeah he he literally just says Isabella deferred to the EA publicist in the interview who repeated the phrase that the publisher was committed to the franchise where the respawn head turned responded and said so whatever the fuck that means <laughs> oh my god did Zappella say this smiling and giving the publicist a jovial uh, punch no he did not the tone wow. isn't specific exactly but everybody's suspicions seem to be true. Yes. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's. Uh, it would be cool because you're a Call of Duty person more than me. It'd be cool to have somebody who knows. Like, I'm sure somebody's probably done this, but to like break it down now, years later, and go, mm-hmm. where is everybody now? Right? Mm-hmm. Successes and failures, and be like, you know, was it a good plan? Who who came out of it? Does it make sense that DA did it? And you right. know, did they get something out of this? But yeah, dude, some bad blood there. You can Absolutely. tell that's bad Absolutely. blood. You don't yeah. like he imagine. Was pissed. He was pissed before that. He was pissed. Yeah, yeah, he was pissed. And what's funny is there's no filter. It's like whatever the fuck that means. That's not even yeah. saying you're wrong. That's not saying we disagree. That's just like nebulous. Whatever the fuck that means. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. It's just smart ass <laughs> attitude. <laughs> Anyway, uh, that is all we've got for the Ham Radio Podcast this week. Um, We hope all of you enjoyed. Uh, Do leave your feedback. We have some new segments and additions coming to the show that I I announced on the Patreon. Um, It's not, don't worry, it's not getting like walled off from anyone, but it's just like we're we're writing for episode 200 to announce some of that stuff because we're we're feeling out what we want to do for that episode because... and what we're trying to get a do? guest on, yeah. And what can we do? Because that's the thing is we we like went hard for episode 100. I kind of want to squash out. I know a lot of people were like, bring Noah back, bring Loan back, and uh, just due to both their positions, we can't. Um, and so that that's kind of like a, a, an idea I've seen a couple people toss around for 200. Um, but what I want to do is try to get a cool guest on and and see if we can get out some announcements for the show that'll get people excited for the future from 200 and beyond. So I just want to make sure we're transparent about that and that no one's like caught completely off guard with it but anyway uh we really appreciate your support for that or on that rather and um we're on episode 198 heading to 199 next week and we hope to see 
all of you there. Peace out. Peace out.